Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, and welcome to another episode of Sound Heart Radio. Tonight, I'm going to be speaking from John chapter 19, John chapter 19, and I'm going to begin at verse 17. So before we begin our study, let us have a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we pray to be guided by your Spirit, who is the author of the Scriptures. We know, Lord, that without the illuminating ministry of the Spirit in our hearts, we cannot understand your word because the things therein are spiritually discerned. And so we ask, Father, to be guided by your Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm going to be reading from John 19. And... In John uh, chapter 19, beginning at verse 1, uh, Pilate took Jesus and had him flogged. And in verse 2, we read, The soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they clothed him in a purple robe and went up to him again and again, saying, Hail, King of the Jews. And they struck him in his face. The Greek has the imperfect tense which means they, they kept on or they, they repeatedly struck him in the face. Once more, Pilate came out and said to the Jews, Look, I am bringing him out to you to let you know that I find no basis for a charge against him. When Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns in the purple robe, Pilate said to them, or in the old English, Behold the man. As soon as the chief priests and the officials saw him, they shouted, Crucify! Crucify! But Pilate answered, You take him and crucify him. As for me, I find no basis for a charge against him. The Jews insisted, We have a law, and according to that law, he must die, because he claimed to be the Son of God. When Pilate heard this, he was even more afraid, and he went back inside the palace. Where do you come from? He asked Jesus. But Jesus gave him no answer. Do you refuse to speak to me? Pilate said. Don't you realize I have the power either to free you or to crucify you? Jesus answered, You would have no power over me if it were not given to you from above. Therefore, the one who handed me over to you is guilty of a greater sin. 
I want you to pay very careful attention to the astute legal mind of Jesus. I want you to pay careful attention to his presence of mind. I want you to pay very careful attention to his submission, that is the submission of Jesus to the will of the Father. I want you to pay very careful attention to his humility. And so I wanted to read verses 1 through 16 of John before we uh, started at verse 17, which begins the crucifixion narrative. So, and verse 12 reads, from then on, Pilate tried to set Jesus free, tried to release him, but the Jews kept shouting, If you let this man go, you are no friend of Caesar. Anyone who claims to be a king opposes Caesar. So they wanted Pilate to know that uh, if he released Jesus, uh, he would be accused of treason. And so this was a very dire situation for a compromised politician. When Pilate heard this, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judge's seat at the place known as the Stone Pavement, which in the Aramaic is Gabbatha. Now, in the Greek, this the judge's seat is called the Bima. You and I are going to be judged at the Bima, that is the judgment seat of Christ. But this is Pilate's Bima. Verse 14, it was the day of preparation, a Passover week, about the sixth hour. Here is your king, Pilate said to the Jews, but they shouted, take him away, take him away, crucify him. Shall I crucify your king, Pilate asked? We have no king but Caesar, the chief priest. Notice this statement. We have no king but Caesar the chief priest answered. Finally, Pilate handed him over for them to be crucified. Now, before I go on, I want you to realize that this event, this, uh, and what Pilate has done uh, destroyed his, his political career. Uh, Pilate would be replaced by another governor, and later on, uh, he would commit suicide. So this man attempted to wash his hands of the matter uh, in order to absolve his guilt. And and that mere... Uh, ceremony did not abrogate his responsibility for what he has done. He was also warned by his wife uh, to not have anything to do with that righteous man. She warned her husband. So Pilate hands Jesus over to be crucified. Now, uh, the Jewish people could not... uh, they could not uh, execute Jesus. That is because they were 
but under Roman rule, they had to appeal to Pilate uh, in order to execute Jesus. So this was Pilate's responsibility. And please note, the, the Sadducees, who were the religious liberals, did not believe in the supernatural. The Pharisees, who were the traditionalists, who did believe in the, in the resurrection, uh, and the Herodians, uh, joined, and, and joined together in order to destroy the life of Jesus. So Jesus was handed over to the soldiers. Verse, uh, uh, so we read, the soldiers took charge of Jesus. Carrying his own cross, he went out to the place of the skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. Here they crucified him, and with him two others, one on each side, and Jesus in the middle. Pilate had a notice prepared and fastened to the cross that read, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. So uh, at, uh, during this time, uh, when the uh, capital uh, crime of uh, crucifixion, when a person was committed of a was convicted of a capital crime, they were, uh, they were crucified. The individual was crucified. This was reserved uh, mainly for the Jews and non-Romans. Uh, uh, Roman citizens were beheaded for capital uh, crimes. All others were crucified. This is death, death by torture. So uh, they crucified Jesus. And uh, Pilate had, and he is called king of the Jews. And they did not want that as uh, his crime. Uh, do not write king of the Jews, but this man claimed to be king of the Jews. Pilate answered, what I had written, I had written. Verse 25, near the cross of Jesus stood his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, wife of Cleophas, and Mary Magdalene, or, or, or Mary of Magdala. When Jesus saw his mother there and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, woman, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. From that time on, this disciple took her into his own home. So he's speaking about John, uh, the apostle John, uh, who took uh, Jesus' mother as his own. Now later, verse 28, knowing that all was now completed. Now, notice the statement later, knowing that all was now completed. And so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there. This, this was called toxta. So they soaked the sponge in it, put it, uh, the sponge on the stalk of the hyssop plant, and lifted it up to Jesus' lips. When he had received the thing, Jesus said, it was finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Now, I want you to note 
that in a Greek, Jesus said one word. He didn't say it is finished. He said one word in Greek. It is tetelesta. And this word in the Greek text is in what we call the perfect indicative passive. Tetelestai. And what did he mean by this, uh, by this statement? Now notice that Jesus uh, shouted tetelestai. This was a term that was used by bankers in Jesus' time. So this, uh, this was a very important term. It is uh, finished. So what did Jesus mean? Salvation. The word salvation means rescue. Well, who was our rescue? God would rescue sinners from death. Uh, and the word literally means to be dragged out of danger to be dragged away from danger. God would drag sinners away from danger of damnation, danger of danger of the world of shades, danger of the second death. You and I receive salvation through Christ Jesus. He is the light of the world. He is the good shepherd. He is the water of life. He is the bread of life. He is the resurrection and the life. If you want eternal life, you must come to God with his son, Jesus Christ. You may do this now. You and I live in the brave new world. The brave new world does not love you. The brave new world is still got 5G, artificial intelligence, DARPA, weather manipulation, the brave new world has technology at their disposal that will do you great harm, will do me great harm. You can come now to Jesus Christ. Please read First Corinthians 15 about the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, and you may have eternal life. No one can pluck you out of the hand of the Father. The devil cannot harm you when you are in Christ. Good evening, and God bless you.